0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Adam Bob Show, number one
1: thirty-three.
0: Good morning. Good morning.
1: Good morning. We
0: talked
1: the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, Bob. Hey, Mr. Brantley. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm
0: doing great, buddy. How you doing?
1: You know, I'm doing pretty doggone good. I uh, am uh, glad to be back here. I was thinking the other day, um, uh, by the way, everybody, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm uh, Bob. He's Ed. And isn't it, uh, this is about our third or fourth show. We're back to our normal format. And isn't it good not just to be talking about political or the coronavirus Or COVID, <laughs> or we're at home and we're wearing a daggone mm-hmm. mask. And so, is it good just to be talking about other stuff?
0: It is. It's wonderful. and I'm so glad to get over that. But I don't know if it's over or not. You know, I had dinner with this physician the other night, and he said, mm-hmm. he, "He said, well, Ed, I don't want I don't want to burst your balloon, but he said there's another wave coming." I said, "Get out
1: of here!" You <laughs> can't he have no wave. We only have we that at beaches. Hold-
0: yeah we ain't got no more waves coming this thing's over with
1: i hope but no i was talking to somebody the other day though and um i said even if there is another wave of it don't Mm -hmm. you think that we'll be people will handle it differently because before you didn't know if you're going to die or everybody's (laughs) going to die or something and now you're like oh i need to do this need to do that yeah so would don't you think we would handle it differently and not as crazy
0: Oh, I think so. I think we would handle it calm in an adult manner.
1: <laughs> well, and the older people like me and you, we'd say, we're, we're vaccinated. We don't care. Get out of my way. We're coming through. We ain't wearing a mask. <laughs> we're good. So, uh, well, it's, it's good to be back here at, um, you know, a little bit past mid-May. And we'll get into some news, I guess. Ed, what, well, what do you got? You got anything for me?
0: Well, yeah, there is, uh, you know, of course, there's always politics, as you know, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. But uh, some of this political stuff seems to be, I saw where uh, the president was out driving a Ford electric truck, an F-150. Oh, how about
1: about that? that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I don't think that's on the market yet. But anyway, he was out driving around. Yeah, well, you know, if you're president,
1: you get stuff like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was doing wheelies and things and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> you, got this, you got this war over in the Middle East. Uh, oh, gosh. You know, Gaza. And I, I, I found out something. I was kind of reading about that. 40% of the population in Gaza are children under 14.
1: 40%? Mm-hmm. Well, that, That's amazing. Uh, but isn't their goal to uh, grow their population as quickly as possible? Well... I mean, Forty percent yeah, the, the, of the
0: population night?
1: But I think they started that quite some years ago, and they, their goal really was to tell everybody to have as many children as possible. Yeah. And and that's so what they've they can, been doing. So it doesn't shock me, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So,
0: and this uh, is it, Seditas? I can't say it right. I'm not going to oh, pronounce sedatives. it
1: right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't look at me, man. I'm just in radio. Well, Cicadas? Yeah, I think hearing, you said it right.
0: Yeah, I've been reading about them, reading about, them, and, and it's been on national everywhere. And I'm, I keep listening every night, and there's tons of trees around my house, and I don't hear one. I and hear they, you they say they're arriving in some areas now, but there's supposed to be billions of them. I don't know. So. You
1: know. Well, now, there, it, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you know all this agriculture stuff and bug oh, stuff, yeah. but cicadas—they're in the ground, living in the ground for the past what 15 years. And then they, years. or whatever, and then they, then they come out of the ground. So they're alive and been right. under the ground for all these years. And they said, "Hey, yeah. you know, next week is when we have to get out of here." And and then they come up. <laughs> so, but don't they, they just come, come out of the ground everywhere? And then they mate. And there they you
0: go, go. Go back in.
1: I guess That's crazy stuff. I don't know. But
0: you always, saw, as a kid, I always liked seeing those uh, their shells that they left hanging on trees and things, when
1: I remember that oh, well, too, but you know, you you, you since that? it's only seventeen years, every seventeen years, you kind of forget about it and go, "Oh yeah, I was younger then." Yeah, um, yeah. and and that reminds me, you're talking about stuff come around every once a while. The first week of June, so a couple of weeks away is when the fireflies come out up in uh, Smoky Mountains.
0: Oh yeah. And you know, the secret back way, don't you?
1: <laughs> I do. Did you ever go up there with me? I can't remember. Yeah. Twice. Okay. And that was kind of cool. Wasn't it? Yeah. It I was. mean, it's all cool. years aren't the yeah. same. You know, some uh, years are good, some years are bad, but I think the last yeah. time I went up there during the pandemic, it was crazy. It was, there was, there's so many of them. They they um, had nowhere where else to go good. and they didn't want to wear a mask. And so they were out. Um,
0: well, it, uh, that is pretty crazy. It really is. And it's it's something to see. It's not quite as amazing as I thought it was going to be. I thought the sky was going to be completely covered with them. and uh, But I ended we, up walking on the trail a little too far, I think. I went to, on up the trail. It's
1: kind of spooky. It's not, you
0: don't have to go that far up. You know, really. yeah. It's in the valley.
1: Yeah. It's pretty so wild. So what's
0: the date? Uh, let's see, May 20th. We're around that, aren't
1: we? Yeah, we sure are. And so, yeah, they, uh, you know, was, that's uh, a couple of weeks away, so if you want to go up there again, you'll love walking in pitch dark at, you know, 10 o'clock at night in the woods.
0: Yeah, I remember when I was up there with you, you were sitting on a rock and all of a sudden, Bob, Bob? Where Where's you Bob? Bob? I
1: fell off the daggone thing. I thought it was a big flat rock, and I was off that thing. Oh, gosh. Scary, scary time. Bob,
0: Bob, Bob. Hello? Bob?
1: Help me. Hello. So, another uh, news Ed. I got something for you because, again, you know about nature and all this stuff. So, walking around my neighborhood the other day, there are there's a family of foxes living oh, in a drainage really? ditch. Is that really? bad?
0: No, it's good.
1: I mean, is, is a fox a bad thing to have in your neighborhood, or is it a good thing?
0: Well, I don't think they're bad unless they're rabid. You know, they, they, they are... Do they get a bad rap? You know what I mean? They might go after a cat. They're, they're small animals, though, you know, really.
1: They're
0: mostly hare, don't you think? Have you seen them? Yeah,
1: I, I've only seen pictures. My neighbor took a picture of one that, that was like, the, the fox looked like it was terrified. Um, it didn't. Yeah. Look, it, it, it didn't look it aggressive or anything, um, no, no. but I don't. I, I don't right, know what but, foxes do. Do they help us get rid of certain other? Well, they. Pests? You know, they
0: eat rodents and rodents and things like that. I would imagine, don't they? Foxes eat rodents and little bunnies and.
1: Well, you need to look that up and get back to us. Okay, I got something else for you, Ed. Uh, I went into that. It was kind of weird. Yeah, I was going in Lowe's and restaurants, and everybody's wearing a mask. It seems like overnight, I went into Lowe's last night. Not a soul had a mask on. And then I went, took mom out to eat to uh, a restaurant uh, twice. Nobody's wearing a mask except the servers. And I was like, everything just changed, like overnight. Have you noticed this?
0: Huh.
1: Have you yeah, been? Yeah, I've
0: noticed that. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think people were so glad to get rid of the daggone mask. Uh, but anyway, I went to a restaurant the other night and never never saw anybody with a mask at the server. That was it. So, well,
0: yeah. and I think it was a panic. You know, it was overplayed. There's no doubt about it.
1: it was no. Yeah, we I, did. I think so. Yeah. We did. All right. Let's get into some questions of the day. Yeah. Let's move along here. This is a, a, a right. high dollar show, and we got to make sure we get all the bases yeah, right. covered. You've got a question of the day. What is it?
0: I do uh, the police body cams. You know the, the mm. little cameras they have on their vests. Yeah, are they working? I mean, are we seeing what we want to see on that? Well, have you seen any of them?
1: Yeah, I saw, did. You watch the one? Uh, well, I don't want to start going into it, but I've seen them work, and uh, I think it's a good thing. Um, I think it holds people to a lot more responsibility. The thing I don't like is, hey, my dog's here. The thing I don't like is that uh, I, I think they can turn them off, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah they uh, can. And and that it shouldn't. It should be one of those things where you can't turn it off. It, right. it, it works no matter. You're just not going to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, but I'm fine with them. Do you, are you for them, against them, or, or what? No, your I'm cut? for them. If it, if anything else, it makes the policeman
0: be aware that there's something that there. But I don't think you can turn them. I I don't think they should be able to be turned off, because yeah. you know it does it, that defeats the purpose. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, I mean, transparency, it can work both ways. It can also Mm -hmm. clear an officer that's accused of something where, you know, there's a lot of situations that just go wacky and Mm -hmm. and it sounds like, well, that can't be true. And then you watch it and you say, wow, that really happened. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it it works both ways. Uh, And I'm always for truth, whatever the heck the truth is. If it hurts, it hurts. But I want the truth because I don't like where anybody in authority is uh, pulling any uh, shenanigans as they there say. So Alright, I got a question all for right. you, Ed. Okay. And this is kind of wacko, and and, and, I, and I've got the answer to it. Do you think there's any non-human living thing that will actually nurse their kind back to health? Oh, god. Do you think there is? Well... And yes, let me tell you this. What, what do okay. you think it is? Go ahead.
0: Well, my first thought was an elephant.
1: Oh, um, I not uh, I've, I've seen those where they've saved some, uh, another one. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Hold them out of but, a, a, but nursing pond. back
0: to health. You're talking about not giving medicine, but just caring for them. Yes. Yeah.
1: There's only one, know. there's only one living thing that does it and it was discovered accidentally. And this is a crazy story. I'll make it very brief because I don't want Uh, to. ants that live in the sub-Saharan Africa, they were studying them because these ants will take on these huge termites that are far bigger than them. And many of the ants will get killed or injured. And when they were studying these, some of the ones that were injured would be carried back to the nest by the ants. And then, this is crazy. And then they, yeah. the other ants would gather around it and lick it for up to five minutes at a time uh, when they would come up. And over a week's time, they would nurse, they say, about 60 or 70% of them back to health. Wow. Is that nuts? Pretty cool. i would never heard of that. But no, you, that if you either. think about it, I mean, and they also, um, well, there's no other animal that does that. That will carry. I mean, carry back an injured thing and bring it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then get it back to health. So anyway, I thought it was a crazy question. and There you go. I asked that's you. All right, let's tell everybody what's the topic is. of the day today, is, Ed. Well, it's going to be. Is there <laughs> Whoa! You just shocked me.
0: <laughs> is there electricity all around the world? It mm. well, probably is. Yeah, but it's all around the world. But whether or not it's used by humans, that's what we'll find out, right?
1: Uh, all right. What do you got? Who are you going to tell us about?
0: Oh, listen to this. This is a free event down here in Lenore City. It's we're gonna we want you to come down for the Sea Ray Boat Inn, the movie oh. night at Lenore City Cove. It's Friday, May 28th. The first movie is Finding Nemo at seven o'clock, and the second one is Aquaman. But it's fun Woo-hoo! for the whole family and it's all free. So we'll get the family, cruise on down to Lenore City Park Cove, bring your boat, come on down, and just be careful. It's a nautical movie night under the stars. I'll bet Butch will be there, Butch and Linda. How cool is that? They'll be waving at you when you come in. You'll say, hey, Bob, how you doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Won't that be cool? You know, I love things like that. I really do. uh, And sometimes the best times of your life are those community-type events like that. Uh So
0: uh, you can use your radio to... To uh, tune in to the what's going on to the movie, of course, and everything. But don't forget to bring your popcorn. And if you don't know where Cove Park is, it's at mile six o two point five on the Tennessee River. It's a Concord, yeah, right down the street. Sure,
1: yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Then, All right, uh, Ed. Okay. Topic of the day is: Does everybody in the world have electricity? Is there electricity everywhere? And I never really thought about this, but um, it turns out, um, just recently in the last couple of years, for the first time ever, there are less than a billion people without electricity. So you got what seven or eight billion people in the world, something like that, right. and but um, less than a billion of them do not have electricity, hmm. and. and if you don't have electricity, your day is entirely determined by the rise and fall of the sun. Can you imagine not having electricity? No, I can't. I really can't. Can you
0: imagine going to school and coming home and have to do your homework by a candle or something?
1: Yeah. And I mean, not have
0: electric lights?
1: It's, uh, it's really an interesting uh, the thing. I, just, I guess I assumed that even in today's times, every single country in the world had electricity. And it's not true. Yeah. Uh, well, well,
0: there's 7.55 billion people alive in 2017. There you go. And 87% of them had access to electricity. Mm -hmm. That that's a a billion people without electricity. They tend to live in the poorest countries of the planet though, you know, some 600,000 live in sub Sahara Africa. No,
1: That's sure. where those ants live. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: what? I bet those ants could get everybody some electricity. There. Hey, the way those the ants, ants
1: work, they'd take care of them, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah.
0: But I tell you, you know, if if oh, now, Alexander Graham Bell, did he discover electricity?
1: No, I think that was the phone, Ed. Hello? Oh, Hello? Hello? No, Can no, you hear me now? Who, 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 who did well, that? Well, you know, you got Edison... Oh, yeah. But you know the and and was it Tesla that also tried to uh, work on electricity, but one of them had direct current. Well, he, one had Tesla the other current? did
0: direct current. Yeah, okay. And, and some like other that. did alternating current, alternating current eventually won. But I, I think direct current would have been the best thing, actually. I think the person who discovered electricity, at least in my school years, was
1: Benjamin Franklin, because he, well,
0: he put a key on that kite and went up there and shocked him, or something. So.
1: <laughs> well, that, you know, that is a crazy concept. I if you, you put the question to me, like you did, who discovered electricity? I really don't. I mean, who really, really harnessed this thing and told you how to do it? And I don't know the exact answer, but what would we be without electricity? It wasn't TVA, I know that. No, they just found out, they discovered a way to charge you for it. And to to pay their directors. uh, I mean, what is the guy, isn't he the highest paid federal employee or something? $38 million. And I think,
0: didn't uh, Trump fire him?
1: And, I may uh, have. I yeah, well, me. God bless Trump then.
0: <laughs> and, he, and he told the board at the same time, he said, you can get someone a lot cheaper than that. So he said, well, to find you someone else.
1: I guarantee he had a severance package to knock you yeah, out that, that, probably, that would electrocute you. No. Well, uh, looking at this, here's an example of what electricity will, has done for countries. They said when Pakistan, a lot of Pakistan was without Electric, electricity it cost that country 4.5 billion dollars a year in production hmm. and uh you, you know then countries that came along that got electricity uh for example uh Honduras uh from 92 to 2005 when they f- first got electricity that led to a, a significant increases in school attendance And uh, education for children. I mean, you brought it up a second ago. You know, studying by candlelight. But they said with electricity, those countries, uh, their young were educated better, and production increased. Obviously, because you can go for a longer time. And and the thing that really was interesting was the more the, the countries that have electricity have a longer lifespan because they have access to medical. Uh, uh, all the time. They have vaccines are kept in, uh, you know, the refrigerated. refrigerated. And so there's better health in places with electricity just because your medicine goes 24 hours a day. And plus you got lighting for any kind of surgeries or, you know, things like that. Uh, But it it just shocked me that there's almost, just a less than a billion people that the, the moment we're talking right now, don't have electricity.
0: Well, I wonder if there, what about Appalachia? Do you think there's people up in the mountains that don't have electricity? Yeah,
1: you know, I'm sure there are. And I, and you're exactly right. There's always going to be those pockets. I'm not sure those people care about it or they don't have, they don't, yeah, they couldn't afford it anyway. Even if TVA ran a wire up to their house, they'd say, uh, I can't, I can't pay for this. Yeah. Um, but that's a good point. If, if, you did provide electricity to areas that are rural like that and in poverty, and maybe you as a community provide it to them for free. Mm-hmm. You might there end you up are. with a better educated uh, area that gets works them their self out of um, poverty. Yeah, so there you go,
0: Mr. Chairman of TVA and is <laughs> millions of dollars. Hey,
1: get busy, get on that. <laughs> Well, were you shocked? Were you shocked by reading all this stuff? I was.
0: I was. Yeah. And and you know what? It doesn't take long for them to turn around, though. For instance, uh, 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 Laos and Nepal, they went from having nearly no electricity in the year 2000 to 90 percent electrified in 2017.
1: Can you imagine what that did to every one of the uh, the people just there? Say, oh, my God, we got this thing. We have lights in our house. I just think think about the commercial signs oh my god the i mean Beyond signs and
0: and and, Keep, think and how the comcast the bills
1: <laughs> it, it was just it was shocking though reading all this yeah, stuff
0: i know that my son-in-law deal he works on electricity he and he's been he's been going to canada some of the outposts of canada and and they've been uh, putting the grids in for those that area and it's, it's really? really isolated yeah near the mountains and. And all of that. so he's he's been up there working some, and also in South America. so they uh, but it's it's really coming around so he enjoys that. I'll well, it's a
1: shot. vast area like that. Mm. yeah, but you know some of those people that know how to do that, I, I admire them because you don't want to mess with electricity unless you know what you're doing. That's true. Well, to wrap this up, India and Indonesia, two of the world's most populous populous countries, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Ed, I think India is going to overtake China. I think we said that in a previous podcast, in the next 10 years in population. Uh, they went from 55% electric um, uh, providing electric in their country in 2005, that's not that long ago, to ninety-five or 87, 95%. In 2017, Ed, that was just four years ago. Wow. So India and Indonesia just went up to 90% having electricity in the last four years yeah
0: and i think i think in india everybody shares the same pole (laughs) (laughs) have you you seen those you got extension cord (laughs) (laughs) they just reach out the window and tie on to something it's a a, a crow's (laughs) nest it it seems to be working (laughs)
1: all right tell everybody what's coming up ed and then i got a sponsor
0: here Uh, what's coming up well, we're going to talk about uh, the sponsor of the day. That you're going to do that, and then we're going to yep. go in the mailbox mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do complaints. We're yeah, gonna tease them, and uh, and then uh, <laughs> I got a pretty good complaint. I think so. You're looking, looking forward for to that every
1: day. Yeah. All right, Ed. I got a sponsor for you, and this is a Ben Lucky. I, I've talked to you about it before. Ben Lucky is a new discount store in Knoxville, and it's the craziest thing in the world. It's located on Middlebrook Pike, across that big KUB substation there, forty-four twenty-six Middlebrook Pike. Anyway, here's the way. Here's the deal, people. Uh, on on Friday, they open up their doors, and they've got all these bins filled with everything under the sun. Okay and everything there no matter how big small whatever it is is only seven dollars that's on friday then on saturday whatever's left is five dollars then on sunday everything left is three dollars monday one dollar and tuesday uh, is 50 cents now last tuesday ed i saw where they had to close early you know why
0: they ran out of product.
1: They, ran, they completely sold out of everything. So then on Wednesday and Thursday, they restock. New stuff comes in from like Home Depot, Amazon, all these things that are returned. A lot of them are not put back on the shelves. They're sold out in lots and truck fulls of stuff. And they buy them, and then they sell them to you. Uh, so Wednesday, Thursday, they restock, and Friday, they start all over again. But it's been Lucky, B-I-N, because they have these big bins. And lucky, because everybody, including Ed, wants to get lucky. <laughs> or at least that's a, that's what you used to tell me when we were both single. Did that have to do with shopping? What was that about? All right, Ed. Uh, All right. Move open the mailbox. Okay,
0: let's see here. The mailbox is open. All right. Ready? Rose I am. From Phoenix. What's yeah. the most popular pastime of Americans? I uh, thought uh, I just mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What do you think it is? Well, say the rest of us.
0: Well, you know, I, I think, I think looking at TV schedules in the summer and everything, it's got to be baseball. It's got to be.
1: Yeah, it is baseball. You're exactly right. And, and I was looking at all these various reasons why, and it really started making sense to me. First of all, there's a ton of games.
0: You ever turn TV on and baseball wasn't on practically? well only a couple of times a year january and february yeah exactly yeah
1: you know and and it it, and the thing i like about baseball is when it's going on one person is always playing all of the other team if you think about it that batter it's him against nine people Mm -hmm. so you have to be good or as my uncle used to say hit them where they ain't and, and then when you get them on base, that's another thing, but it, it's an interesting, it's not like football where you got all these guys, you know, uh, uh going at each other 11 on 11. And, and also I read something the other day that said in football games there's really only like 11 minutes of actual football being played.
0: I saw that, <laughs> that, really, that, that makes sense. And the rest of it is commercials.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all about buying beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you're a right dog go get you a beer.
0: Or something. Yeah, you're right. It's only eleven minutes. That's crazy. Because everybody said that that baseball was a slow game, and that's not necessarily true. Because football only eleven minutes when the ball is actually in play. Wow. wow, I had no idea. It's
1: kind of crazy because of what a, a a play may only last five seconds. Yeah so that's true but in baseball and the other thing i like about what they said in baseball there's no time limit which can be good or bad Mm -hmm. but it's not like oh we're you know time is running out the game's going to happen right now you got to do this it's going everybody there's 27 outs and everybody gets 27 outs period Mm -hmm. you know nine innings three outs per inning and that's what you get and now, I know they sped the game up and things like that, but if you think about it, it's it's a, a game that um, you know it really is America's game. And and you and I go to the Smokies games, you know. And I mean, the UT and, games. Yeah, I mean minor yeah. league and college, and even mm. you how many? Listen, you, how many little league games did you and I go to? Oh gosh, tons of them. Yes. Yeah. Down and down every parent does.
0: Yeah, there's ballparks down the street from here. And every afternoon and evening, mm-hmm. certain times of year, you know, it's just full of parents and kids, and they're out there eating and playing baseball. And it's it's a game that the children can enjoy without getting their neck broke, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and I uh, when I, the, the sport I played the most in my life was six years old. I played uh, baseball. Of course, I was terrible. Um, but, you know, t-ball and all that stuff. And it was just something... You kind of learn to do and well uh, at,
0: at let's see when i was younger at hollywood hills baptist church we had we had a little we had a baseball team that uh-huh. played and listen my brother was on that team the team uh-huh. had about we had well we had <clears throat> excuse me players and i had a fiat convertible <laughs> and i ended up being the coach i didn't want to be coach but i ended up being coach so i was driving all these- we had to fill that car up with kids and go to another ball field. Oh
1: my God! Oh my God! Oh, remember, was, uh,
0: and one of them uh, happened to be, uh, ended up being a sheriff in Knox County, mm-hmm. Ramsey.
1: So yeah, it,
0: it, yeah, he, he he always says, Ed, you taught me a lot.
1: Isn't that great? Yeah. All right, open up another one, Ed. Let's talk about another letter I we talk got from Melbourne. baseball some more. I, like, I know, say, I could talk about it all day.
0: Sam from Hawaii says, how long can the USS Arizona stay underwater in Pearl Harbor without falling apart? I think it is falling apart, isn't it?
1: You know, um, this is an interesting thing that when I read about this, did it surprise you as well? Um, they took on the, the day before December 7, 1941. The USS Arizona was planning on leaving and heading back to the mainland, and they took on one and a half million gallons of fuel. They were loaded with oil and everything. Well, and, and this is nutty, but every day, what is it? Was it like nine gallons or nine quarts of, nine quarts of oil every day yeah. since 1941? Yeah. Leaks into the harbor from the Arizona. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard that. Did you? Well, you can see it. I've, have you been there? I have been there, but yeah. I guess I just don't remember because they—what they call it—they call it black tears. Yeah. Well, where, yeah. You stand up there, but you can kind of see some of the
0: oil and stuff kind of seeping out. And and boy, I tell you, my wife got so upset when we were visiting the Arizona the memorial because yeah. there was a busload of Japanese showing mm-hmm. up. Oh God! And and I I love them. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But boy, they were just having a big time and partying and all that stuff. And I said, Hey, how about a little respect here? You know, a lot of people died right here. A yeah, lot of people. Very very and, true. Yeah. No no
1: respect. Well, it's run by the National Park Service there. And to answer the question, how long can it be there? Uh, because it is. I mean, obviously, it's just a man-made thing that's going to eventually. Uh, give in, but they, they did a, a study. The National Park Service there did a study on the Arizona, and they say it has from 100 to 150 years before the ship will actually collapse uh, and corrosion will set in. And so according to those facts, somewhere around 2041, just 20 years from now, Wow. And 2091, the Arizona will dissolve and collapse. And I don't know what do you th- I don't know what they would do to that memorial. For the others of you who've not been there, Ed and I've been there. You you walk. You take a, a little boat over to this memorial and you walk onto it. And it's over the Arizona. The Arizona is still underwater, and they never brought it up. I, what is there, 2,000 men on it or something, Ed, that are buried oh, yeah, in that Something ground? like
0: that. They're they're buried on it.
1: Yeah, they're it still right in there. there. Yeah,
0: 1,500 to 2,000-something. Is that what it
1: is? Okay. <laughs> well, um, so th- there will be a time where that's no more. I don't know what they do at the memorial then, if the ship's gone. Uh, right. You know, just collapses in on each other. So anyway, that's an interesting... Question that I never would have, you know, thought about that. So anyway,
0: and you remember now. Remember one more thing about Pearl Harbor. There's right. that tree in Cades Cove that okay. has this chain around the base of the tree. Okay. And his father put this chain around it and a, and a metal tag on it when his son was in the war. Remember Pearl Harbor, and it's still there You're all these
1: I didn't know now, that. The,
0: well, the chain's pretty big now. <laughs> I think we first put it out; it wasn't that big. But you can hike up. It's not. It, it's not on a map. No one knows where it is. But there's. I do. But uh, you can. You can pull over right. on the side of the road and go up the hill, and you can. The trees up there, and it's. It's really kind of moving, actually.
1: You know what? I've got. Um, I bought this when I was in Hawaii. I've got. You know what they do is they raise a flag over the Arizona Memorial. Every day, and then they sell the flag. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. I bought the flag that flew over the Arizona, December seventh, nineteen ninety one. Wow. The fiftieth year anniversary, and I've got it sitting right here on my uh, bookshelf. Wow. And with documentation, you know, saying it flew over the Arizona Memorial, December seventh, nineteen ninety one, on the fiftieth anniversary, and it's one of my most prized possessions. I really That's am amazing. amazing.
0: I did not know you had that. That's yeah. really amazing. I hope to see it sometime.
1: I've got it, brother. Well it's you know, God bless all those lives that were lost there yeah. on that. And uh what a terrible thing. Both that and then what also ended the war. War sucks. So. Yes, it does. <laughs> there you go. All right, this is the Ed and Bob Show. And uh Ed, it's what's gonna be one of our future topics?
0: It's just the longest show we've ever done? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but we're 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 narrowing in on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sp- I'll pick up the tempo.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to talk about some natural disasters in the last 100 years. That'll be coming up in the future, and yeah. which we're talking about how you get in touch with us too and everything. So, Bob, uh, time you for you to something. complain. Yeah, I'm ready.
1: gentlemen, La- so I- what are you complaining about this time, well,
0: man? I'm every day. I go to my mailbox and look for my tax return,
1: my mm-hmm. refund.
0: And, and and I don't think they're coming out as fast as they normally do. I don't, I, have you gotten your refund? No, you ain't even filed yet. I haven't filed yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, refunds, refunds are not coming out like they used to. You know, used to bang, 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 you got your money. I don't think it is. Now, maybe it is, and I'm just left behind. I don't know. But I, I haven't heard anything. I heard more about stimulus, stimulus checks, than I have about the IRS refunds. But Ed, you
1: and know so how long it's been since I've gotten a refund. How long? Thirty years. Wow. <laughs> I'm always paying money. Well, hey, no, but you, well, problem not, is you let money. them have a bunch of your money first, and they yeah. hang on to it, and then they give it back yeah. to you.
0: You're not doing it right.
1: (laughs) Somebody's not doing it right.
0: Well, I'd say you are doing it right. So what's your complaint, Bob?
1: All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed, and this is just something and I want you to explain to me how this makes sense. All right. I checked my credit score. You know, they got these three services and whatever. I checked my credit score and it used to be like eight fifty, okay? Or whatever, yeah and then it said it was like 793 and I said Ooh. wait how how could I uh, it was 850 how did I go to 793 so I contacted them and they said well you don't have any revolving credit and your your all your credit cards are paid off and you don't have any revolving credit all you've got is a mortgage and I said how is that bad and they said, because you know you need to borrow money in order to have a credit rating. I said, well, I'm not, I don't wanna go borrow money. Yeah. I want, I'm paid you, off. You have, to owe,
0: you have to owe money. You have to owe money to have a credit rating.
1: Well, but then you how pay, does pay it go money. down if I'm not borrowing money? I, I, does that make sense? Well, I don't, no, I can't. No,
0: it doesn't. Uh, that's, like, that's like saying, uh, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, it
0: should stay where, where it was. Hungry to eat. It just, yeah. Yeah. It should just stay where it was. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, understand. that's what I
0: thought. I do understand.
1: It's so I, I lost like really 60 is. points on my credit rating because I paid everybody off and I don't owe any revolving credit.
0: Well, the good thing is you don't owe anyone, so you don't need any credit.
1: <laughs> well, that's true, but it still made me mad. So there you go. All right, Uh, tell everybody how they can. (laughs) Tell everybody how. Well, if you want, let me give you something else. Now that you opened up that can of worms, all right. I saw the the, ad the other day where if you don't like your credit rating, you pay one of these services money and they boost your credit. How much of a load of crap is that?
0: Well, and they do
1: it. Yeah, I can. I'll just pay you money to get a better credit rating.
0: And it's. I thought it was based on credit. And it's a credit rating that's doing the boosting.
1: It's a load of crap, Ed. I, I've always thought these credit reporting things is a sham, and I don't like them, and they control people's lives. And Absolutely. Anyway, I'm okay. mad about it now. How, how can people listen to this show? Well, go
0: to edandbob.com,
1: yeah.
0: and you can talk to us there and listen and And you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app, search Ed and Bob, and be sure to subscribe so you can get it. And in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn and tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear, boys? Tell her this, the Ed and Bob Show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> And if you want to comment, like Ed was saying, edandbob.com, we got a comment section there. Email us. We love it. We don't respond, but we love to hear it. Ed and Bob. <laughs> no, we, we will respond. I'm kidding. Edandbob at yahoo.com. On Twitter, it's uh, edandbob, K-N-O-X. Uh, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. And we're on Facebook. By golly, we're there. we got our faces there. And you can see them at Facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. So anything you want to correct, Ed, or apologize for? Or, I wonder
0: why we never have any
1: corrections. Do you ever
0: wonder about that?
1: Well, we're I think because right. we're so damn smart. You're smart. We're right on it.
0: <laughs> what about a personal shout-out, Bob?
1: You got one? Nope. <laughs> well, I, uh, I would like to throw a shout-out there to, to some People I've run into lately. Uh, Marcos Garza. I saw Marcos the other day at a baseball game. And uh, Marcos Garza is an attorney here in Knoxville. He's always one of the kindest people in the world, gracious, and I enjoy seeing him. So, and thanks for listening to the show. And what about business shout out? You got one? Oh,
0: you got to go Cotton Eye Joe. Boy, what a nice Oh, that oh, big concert. Smiled. Oh, my, my gosh. gosh.
1: That was crazy. I went down there for like an hour. It was wall to wall. And then it became my bedtime and I had to leave, so.
0: But you know what, what I'm happy about is since he's taken over that club, there's been no trouble from anywhere. It's a great part of the community. It's doing very well. I'm you know, proud that, of him.
1: that is very, uh, that's very astute. You know, you're exactly right. Chuck Ward has done a great job. He's, mm-hmm. it's really nice and clean and uh, he's done a great job with that. And he's a respectable person that really responds to the community. And if you think about it, Ed, Cotton Eye Joe, Now wrap your brain around this. Cotton-Eye Joe is one of the biggest uh, contributors to uh, the Farragut schools, Wow! the the primary school, the middle Mm -hmm. school, and the high school. Mm -hmm. 50% of all liquor sales in Farragut Mm -hmm. goes to the schools and the Cotton-Eye Joe is in Farragut. And so they're one of the biggest contributors to the school system. When you go there, uh, I've got another shout-out. It's the Smokies. They're in town through Sunday. If you go to the ballpark through Sunday, uh, go out there and watch, uh, like we were talking about, baseball. It is the pastime of America. And uh, if you want some tickets and you don't have them, if you can't buy them, call Ed. He's got some. If he's not using them, he'll say, "Yeah, come on by and get them. I'll put them in the mailbox." <laughs> yeah. What's next show, Ed? What's, what what we gonna talk about?
0: Uh, next show is what's the worst natural disasters in the last one hundred years?
1: Ooh, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't either. All right, well, some that, research, aren't we? <laughs> that'll be good, sir. All right, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? No, say goodbye. All right, Ed, I'll see you next time. Here's Dee Martin. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me.
0: Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the
1: head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, Fort. and
0: Be, given. my life is gonna be beautiful. i sunshine up to spread. It's just like the fella said, tell me quick.